Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a, it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at UH1.com. That's UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick, and apparently some people believe in talking donkeys? We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. All right, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Husband! Wife! Um, do you know what today is? I do. It's Saturday. It is! It's Q&A Saturday! That's right. And yes. what are we going over today? Um, we are going over what I'm calling the Queen of Sheba reprisal. Ah, so we covered her a while back in... First Kings, I believe. First Kings, and it was the chapter 6 through 10 Q&A that posted on August 13th okay. of 2022. And we're doing a little bit of a, what, deeper dive today? A little bit of a deeper dive because I did not get my fill, and we, we mentioned more Queen her. Sheba. 
Well, we mentioned her this week because well, we're doing yeah. cream or cream <laughs> chronicles. Yeah, that one. Chronic chronicling. Yeah, second chronicles. And um, I thought this would be a good time to go back and do a little bit more of her that I missed the first time around. Can't get enough Queen of Sheba. <gasps> Ever. All right. Let's uh, go ahead and hop into this. Sounds good. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Okay, so the queen of motherfucking Sheba. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Is that like Sheba and cat food? You said that last time. Did I? You God. did. Man, when you got to cover so much shit, like you can't remember what jokes you've used, even though they're bad ones. Well, here's you the know? thing. I re-listened to that episode. <laughs> and you're like, you just said that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I literally listened to it earlier this evening so that I could remember what all I had said about her and... I'm hoping to not repeat everything I said about her. Got it. I will touch on some stuff. I can't hope it. I was, I mean, Shiba cat food. I was a, I, I managed I a pet store for like forever. I know. You so, did. I mean, did. it was just, on, it's on my brain. It's, it's one of those things. I still know UPC codes for like all kinds of shit I shouldn't know UPC codes for from that place. I mean, how long were you with them? You were with them from the time you were a teenager. I was in high school. Yeah. I was with that company for like 20 years. Yeah. So that makes sense. Dating myself a little bit there. You are so hey. old. And the company isn't even around anymore. <laughs> yeah. They sold. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. You're so old. Yeah. Okay. So the Queen of Sheba is found in all three of the Abrahamic faiths, Judaism, Christianity, and Islam. Huh. Okay. Yeah. But they all have a little bit of different um, flavor to the story. Sure. Of course. And most people regard her as just a legendary figure. And right, just as having appeared in, I didn't even know that she was in the Bible or any of the religious texts. I just knew her as a Egyptian queen, right? Is what I thought, right? So, and even at that, like you said that last time too, <laughs> and you're gonna call me out every time, aren't you? <laughs> well, no, because it matters because she is only an Egyptian queen in the like. sliverest the tiniest sliver of the stories about her got it and yet that's what you and i both kind of thought of her as right right and she's just not really that interesting if anything at all interesting yeah and she's known by many names okay i'm gonna go off topic slightly here just because it's so interesting to me and you know how i love me a good a rabbit hole b literary story right right okay so have you heard of Boccaccio? 
No. Okay. So he's um, a Christian author who, um, he, he was an Italian writer and he um, was one of the earliest, um, most famous Italian writers um, during the, um, oh shoot, the Enlightenment. Okay. Okay. Yep. Um, his most notable work is the Decameron. Have you heard of that? I have heard of that, yes. That predates... Um, Chaucer's, um, the Canterbury Tales. Okay. And the Canterbury Tales took influence in the way it set up its story it as a frame story from yeah. Boccaccio's The Decameron. Okay. Okay. Yep. And it's a frame story is a collection of short stories that, um, are like combined into purpose. one. Right. Right. Got it. So. Most people will be familiar with the Canterbury Tales, and that's the way the Decameron is set up. Okay. So the reason I'm saying all that um, is that, remember I just said prior to this, that the Queen of Sheba is known by many different names. Yeah. And one of those names, Giovanni Boccaccio um, referred to her as Nicola or Nicola. Okay. Okay. Yep. So that's one of the many names she's known by as. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Um, Arab sources refer to the Queen of Sheba as Balkis or mm. Bilkis. Okay. And Ethiopians refer to her as Makita. Okay. And I will get to more on her in a little bit. Okay. Okay. We're going to tell that story, Makita. Very important. Okay. And actually, that's the one we should know her as the queen of anything. Got <laughs> should it. be that one. Got it. Okay. So in the Quran, the story of Sheba begins with a bird known as a hoopoe who brought news to Solomon about the land of Sheba. Okay. Okay. The hoopoe reported that this land was governed by a woman who has been given of all things and she has a great throne. Okay. So she's rich. She's got everything. She rules her people. She awesome. But okay. it can't be as good of a throne as Solomon's throne. Mm, it was. Okay? Oh, oh. But the hoopoe... That's what the Bible says. Well, the Bible doesn't tell all the stories. Okay, <laughs> The hoopoe found that the queen and her subjects were, quote, prostrating to the sun instead of Allah. Oh. Okay, They prayed to a sun king or right. a sun god. Yeah. Okay? Something that actually physically exists, sort mm-hmm. of, the sun. Yeah. Know? Yeah, it's there. Exactly. We can, we can see and, it. We don't. We should. We shouldn't look at it, but we could. I mean, Trump did. Trump did. Yeah. <laughs> so, hearing this report from his bird, um, Solomon commanded the hoopoe to deliver a letter to the Queen of Sheba, in which the Queen is invited to submit to Allah. You're saying this is a bird. Uh, the bird. The bird's delivering yeah. a message. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's a fancy name for a bird. Well, and all. But I like, would have it's still to, a bird. I would have to research this more, but I believe a hoopo figures prominently in some Native American stories as well. Hmm. Um, I, I could be talking, I could be talking out of my ass, but it, it strikes me that that is true. Okay. Um, so it's I would not find that surprising. odd being different continents that hadn't really been right. You know, but joined. I'm almost positive I've heard a Native American story that heavily featured a hoopoe okay so it's not unusual is what i'm saying that a bird would be a deliverer of news and um something that 
Well, yeah, they've got notes. carrier pigeons. They've got, you know, I mean, yeah, I get that. But, but it speaks. It's just, right, that's odd. Right, right. So although the queen was aware of her kingdom's mighty military. Um, I would hope she is. I'm just saying, like, she, <laughs> she talked to her people in charge and was like, how should I respond to this invitation to, like, okay. give up our um, our faith, our religion, and go do this one instead? How should I respond? Okay. And so her leaders were like, we should, you know, go conquer and kick their asses. So right. that's what I mean by she's aware oh, of their okay. might. Okay. I got you. yeah. So instead, she opted for a more diplomatic approach, and she decided to send them a gift and to see what reply the messengers would respond with. Okay. Okay. But the gifts sent by the Queen of Sheba to Jerusalem were rejected by Solomon. Wait, what? They That's not what it said in the Bible. Well, no, this is the Quran I'm talking about. This oh. is a different story. Okay, okay. Yeah. All right. I'm telling the story of the Queen of Sheba from the Quran. Oh, okay. Which involved this hoopah. No, I, that's that's fine. Okay. okay. Sorry. So, I apologize. So Solomon was like, yo, bitch, I hear you're rich and whatever, but yeah. y'all are praying to the wrong God. I really think you ought to do this Allah chick guy. Chick, chick guy. This Allah <laughs> guy instead of your son guy. Right. And so... um. The advisors were like, uh, let's go kick his ass. Okay. And Sheba's like, wait, 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 wait. Let me just send him a present and see if we can smooth things over. But he's like, nah. And Solomon's like, nah. Yeah. Right. So he sends in him this back. Ver- in this version. Yeah. Because he's like, this is what he said. Do you provide me with wealth? But what Allah has given me is better than what he has given you. Rather, it is you who rejoice in your gift. Hmm. So he's saying, you gave this to me like you think it's awesome. Yeah. But I've got everything I need. I've got all my riches and I've got my God. Okay. Who's the best. Right. So what you're giving me, you it's only great in your eyes. Okay. It's not great in my eyes. All right. That's what he's saying. Okay. Okay. And so he threatened to take military action if the queen still did not submit. Oh, shit. Yeah. So she's like, all right. But instead of going to war with him, she decided to travel to Jerusalem mm. with more gifts. Okay? That's brave. And that's. That part That's the kind story of, we kind of know. Kind of know, yeah. Okay. Where she travels to go see him. Got it. Right? Yeah. So Solomon's jinns, in this story he has jinns, not just military advisors and like all that stuff. Mystical beings. Yes. Jinns. Yes. That, okay. Okay. Just checking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They were afraid that the king would be tempted to marry the queen, and one of them whispered to Solomon that the queen had hairy legs and the <laughs> hooves of an ass. <laughs> And now I've thought I've seen that he did marry her at some point. In some stories, in he some does. Stories, okay. Yeah. In this one, we're not there yet. Okay. okay. All right. And okay, I'm gonna step outside of the Quran for a minute. There are other stories that do report that the queen had these um, hairy legs, hooves of an ass, etc. Because remember, she might have been descended from Nephilim. Satan. Or she might have been descended, a Nephilim descended from, um, right. you know, some fallen angel, right. et cetera, et cetera. So that that story kind of corresponds with other stories. Okay. Okay. Right. Yep. Um, there's also a very feminist spin on this where they're saying that um, the reason she was painted as a woman with hairy legs was because she was in a man's role. And so this showed her as having disgusting man-like taking um, the role of a man basically yeah yeah so 
Um, you know, there's all these different spins on why she would have had hairy legs, okay. much less the hooves of an ass. Right. Okay. Right. Even in some stories, she's equated to Lilith. Oh, wow. Yeah. And we'll do a deep dive on Lilith someday, but I'm sure the bare minimum you are familiar with is that she was around before Eve. She was Adam's right. first um, wife, partner, wife-ish, but she refused to submit to him. She wanted to ride on top. Right. She wanted to do yeah, the cowgirl yeah. instead of, <laughs> you know, be on the bottom. Right. And um, Adam's like, Adam was I need, having I need none something that. This ain't going to work. Yeah. Which is just weird to me because, like, men today, like, seem to, you know, like enjoy all different positions so sure, i don't yeah. know whatever right so whatever anyway so solomon being curious about whether or not she had hairy legs or even the hooves of an ass right um ordered a glass floor to be built before his throne <laughs> and so after that the queen of sheba was invited into the palatial hall and mistaking the glass floor for water she lifted her skirt in order to avoid wetting her clothes. Oh. When the queen lifted up her skirt to cross the quote-unquote water, yeah. it was revealed that she did have hairy legs. Oh, wow. But, but not the, uh, whatever, the hooves of an ass? It, it, those aren't mentioned anymore. Oh, okay. Um, that the, the hooves only appear in some stories. Okay, okay. okay. Um, it's the hairy legs One that would assume here. that if they had seen hooves of an ass, that would be, it would have been reported sure, in that, that portion sure, of it. Sure, so. yeah. But she did have the hairy legs. Got now, it. also what this revealed was that she was not as wise as um, she was taken to be, right? Because she was fooled by the glass. Mm. Okay. Okay. So that, like, humiliated her. Definitely Solomon is still the wisest at sure, this point, sure. right? Yeah. Okay. So um, Solomon ordered his gins to create a depilatory for the queen. And I, I had to look that up. A depilatory is... A cream or a lotion for removing unwanted hair. Think of like Nair. Wait, he <laughs> he was like he your hairy offered? legs. No, he didn't offer. He demanded. Wow, your hairy legs are bullshit. I'll not have wow. that. Wow, you guys go create some Nair. Okay, you got a, the Queen of Sheba's got a big ass army, mm -hmm. and she's coming to visit your ass to like suss mm -hmm. out whether she's going to attack you or not. And you're like, you're going to bow to my whim. Mm -hmm. And what? And shave your legs. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. But the Queen of Sheba admitted her mistake because, huh. you know, she... She's trying. She was tricked. She realized the right. error of her ways and she submitted to Allah because you oh, know, she got knocked wow. down a notch. Okay. So that's the story in the Quran. Okay. okay? Yep. And she was brought to Allah. Got it. Okay? Yep. So in the Hebrew Bible, the Queen of Sheba is said to have tested Solomon with riddles. And those riddles are not found in the text itself, right? No. And remember... We didn't even know it was riddles when we were reading it. We thought it was actual questions. She came to him with important questions. Right, right. Right. And then it was only through reading in our first Q&A that we realized that those hard questions were, were riddles. riddles. Right. So, yeah, of course those riddles aren't in the Bible. Right, right. right. They are, however, found in the Midrash, oh. which is the Jewish story Interesting. of Queen of Sheba. Yeah. Well, it, the Midrash is writings on the Torah and right. not only Supplemental the Supplemental things and yeah. Right. Right. Uh, the way I phrase it, those sounded like the Midrash is a story about, but it's not. The Midrash is supplemental writings and tales and interpretations, one of which includes the Queen of Sheba and includes these riddles, which I'm about to read to you some oh, of them. Oh man. Okay. All right. They're stupid. 
Uh, okay. okay. Yeah. And I bet you get this first one. Okay. In the Midrashic account, the Queen of Sheba's first riddle is as follows. How can a woman say to her son, your father is my father, your grandfather, my husband, you are my son, and I am your sister? Wow. It's a um, Bible story. Okay. Um, that's, I, I'm, I, I'd have to pause too long to put it together. Okay. Because, I mean, honestly, I'd have to work that out in my brain. Well, if you're going with incest, <sighs> you're on the right track. Oh, okay. And it would have to be. Okay. For all those things to be true. Right. No? no? Nothing? No. Okay. Solomon's answer to the riddle was that the two daughters of Lot, okay. who got their father drunk, had sex with him, got pregnant as a result, and bore sons. Got it. Okay. Okay. So, I think if I had... I was... I, I mean, I that's... It was... Yeah. If I had led you down the path enough, you probably would have got there. Right. Right. But, yeah. I just... I so, couldn't... It was... It, it required was too, too much many. thinking in the middle of a podcast. I, I know. Do I it. put you on the so, spot. I'm yeah. sorry. So, next, the Queen of Sheba... Brought a group of children before Solomon. They were all of the same height and wore the same attire. The queen told Solomon to distinguish between the boys and girls. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The king had some nuts and roasted ears of corn scattered before the children. Okay. okay. The boys, who were not bashful at all, collected them and tied them within the hems of their garment. While the girls, who were bashful... Tied them within their outer garments, since the bodies would, since their bodies would be revealed if they had done the same as the boys. Mm. So it's basically whether they put them in their fucking aprons or not. Got it. That's you not know? much of a riddle, really. That's no, just a that's test. just a, a dumb trick. Right. Right. Yeah. Hey, lastly, the queen brought a group of men before Solomon and asked him to distinguish between the circumcised and uncircumcised. <laughs> yeah. Solomon had the Ark of the Covenant brought out and opened, which seems rather what? frivolous use of it to me. Right? And the circumcised stood or bowed their bodies to half their height while their countenances were filled with the radiance of God, whereas the uncircumcised fell prostrate on the ground. That sounds like a bunch of bullshit to me. Yes, yes, indeed. Okay, whatever. So, remember I said before that and that's the end of that. Okay. Yeah. Remember when I said before that she's considered by most um, to be just a legendary figure? Sure. Okay. Well, she's considered by the Ethiopians definitely to have existed and is revered as the mother of their nation. Oh, wow. Yeah. She's believed to have been the founder of the Solomonic dynasty in their country, which ruled over Ethiopia until its last ruler Haley Selassie I was deposed in 1974. Holy shit. Right? Solomonic. Solomon. Yes. Okay. Of Solomon. Yes. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. So in this story, this is an Ethiopian story, okay? Remember okay. I said I would get back to the yeah, what yeah, the yeah. Ethiopians called her? Right. Okay. Um, her name is Makito. And in this story, Makito is said to have stayed in Jerusalem for six months where she learned from Solomon, okay. you know, as the wise man that he was or whatever, sure. yeah, right? Right. On the last night of her stay, she was tricked by the king into having sex with him <laughs> because men are gross. And let me tell you how it happened. It's so disgusting and I hate him. Okay. Okay? Yeah. According to the tale, Solomon had invited the queen to a banquet during which spicy food to induce her thirst was served. Okay. After the banquet, the king invited her to stay in his palace for the night. The queen agreed on the condition that he would not take her by force. Solomon agreed to that on the condition that the queen would not take anything from him by force. 
This is a lot of conditions. Right. Okay. Right. All right. Makita, though slightly offended, agreed to those terms. Sure. In the middle of the night, she woke up as she was very thirsty from all the fucking spicy oh, food Jesus she'd Christ. had. And she reached for a jar of water close to her bed. Uh-huh. Solomon appeared, warning the queen that if she drank the water, she would be breaking her oath. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Her thirst, however, was too strong and she drank the water, thus freeing Solomon from his oath. Oh, my God. The two ended up spending the night together, which uh, is a fancy way of saying she was thirsty and he fucking raped her. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Even if she succumbed, even if she like said, fine, 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 I'll have sex with you. Just let me drink the water. Right. It was still rape. Right. Because she had said early on, I do not want to have sex right. with you. Right. So even if it wasn't violent, just to be clear, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, and um, non-binary folk and everybody... Who is listening. Right. That was rape. Yep. Okay. Now, Makita became pregnant. When she returned to her kingdom in Ethiopia, she gave birth to a son, Menelik, who became the first emperor of Ethiopia. Interesting. Menelik's authority is further solidified when he brings the Ark of the Covenant to Ethiopia. Wait, 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 wait. What? That's where the Ark is in this story. No shit. Mm -hmm. And this dynasty ruled until 1976, you said? 1974. 1974. Now, to be clear, I was born in 1975, okay? Right. So, I just want everybody to understand, we're talking about fucking modern times. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> like. No, that's crazy. What the fuck? Yeah. Um, also, he's supposed to have looked just like his father, except for black. Huh. Yeah. And... I got into some other stuff that I had to leave out, but it's too interesting not to just give it a mention um, that most art depicting not just the Queen of Sheba, but many um, um, important figures throughout history, particularly women in art are always depicted as having white skin. Yeah. But they should all have brown skin. Right. Obviously. Right. But it bears saying that this particular figure, the Queen of Sheba, is always depicted as having white skin, even though she definitely was a black woman. Gotcha. And particularly if you're going to tell this story, right? if she's from Ethiopia, she should have brown skin, and her child has brown skin. Right. So right. just that I'd put that out there. Yeah, yeah. So some traditions state that her father is the king of Yemen, and her mother is a jinn. Making her what? A half demon. Huh. Yeah. Okay. So I couldn't find any of the spider stories that I referenced earlier. So we're going to have to do another deep <laughs> dive on Sheba at some point. Right, right. Because. There's a lot there. There's so much. Yeah. There is so much considering that she's only barely mentioned in the Bible. Yeah, no, that's and, really cool. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm so entranced with this lady. I, I said I that have, last time. I, I mean, I have to know more at this point about the fucking, the reign of the Solomonic um, Empire. Empire yeah. That reigned until 1974. Menelik. I need to That's know more crazy. about Menelik. Like, there's, they could have been interviewed on TV. Right? Like, these, what? Yeah. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. Deposed in 1974. Right. Is when that reign ended. That's insane. I had no idea. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I didn't even know that. I didn't, I mean, I had no idea at all. Yeah. Like, just none. Yeah. So, that's, that's just crazy. To that point, 
the Ark of the Covenant could be somewhere in right? Ethiopia. Right? Like, Maybe that's, like, that's where it was during the Babylonian exile. Maybe. Maybe. You know? Because we stopped kind of hearing about it after Solomon. So, like, it, right. it kind of makes sense. That's what I'm saying. Like, who fucking knows? Has anybody looked over there? Maybe they ought to. Right? Yeah. Just saying. It'd be funny if it just showed up one day, like, there oh, it is. By the way, it's over there in Ethiopia. Right? Did y'all know? I mean, if you stored that for th- as a family dynasty for thousands of years. Right. Like, they probably put it somewhere pretty fucking safe, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And even if they got deposed, like, getting to it might pose difficult. Deposed is not the same thing as fucking sacked. Right. You right. know what I mean? Deposed is not your kingdom got swept and your kingdom got melted. Right, right. Deposed is a more, like, paperwork and, you know, walked out of the room. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. I'm just saying, like... There's possibilities galore, and I right. just, I'm so intrigued by this story. Yeah, when, they, when that happened, the family could have been like, yeah, you sure, you guys, the world's sure as hell not getting this now. Right. Like, we'll just keep you this forever. So. Right. Descended from Solomon, perhaps. That's crazy. Right? Yep. Okay, so that's what I have this week for our Q&A. Didn't answer any questions. No, but it but was fun. I needed to know more about this bitch. Obviously. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, that was really cool. And uh, I don't know if we're going to be on time for our book club tomorrow because we do have a birthday party thing going on tomorrow. Because we have a child that just turned 18. But we're going to do our fucking best. So just like kind of bear with us. It might end up being later in the evening or something, but it will be out. It'll be out. I just don't know when. And right. we're going to have a house full of kid. kids. Well, well young yeah, adults. Right, yeah. Sorry. Young adults. Yeah. <laughs> I got to change my wording now. I know. Fuck. I keep calling them kids, and they're almost all 18. Right? So, yeah. Yeah. They all I don't fucking know. drive, too. I know. We're, we're planning like their their transportation tomorrow because they're doing a car share to get to a laser tag because that's yeah. what they want to do. And uh, it's just kind of funny. like They're doing it themselves. Yeah. 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 We sent them the address and they're all figuring out who's driving whom. Right. It's crazy. That's weird. All right. Well, let's wrap this up. Okay. And we'll be back tomorrow. At, just some, at point. some point. Yeah. With the book club. And then obviously the weekly wrap up will be coming out shortly after that. Mm-hmm. And then we'll be back for sure on Monday with... Second Chronicles <laughs> chapter 11? Second Chronicles chapter 11, yes. Okay. We'll be back on Monday for sure, and we'll see you guys then. Yep, bye. Hey, wife, I guess that's the end. But husband, that's just sad. It doesn't have to be. We are on lots of social media platforms like Twitter. Our handle there is sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh, my God. God, stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website. Oh, we have a website? Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop. We have a merch shop? Yep, we have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products. Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now. Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. But before they do that, we could really use some help. Oh, yeah? With what? Well, it's not free running the podcast, and we need some financial support in order to get better equipment, which will free up time so we can concentrate on our podcast and our fans. Okay, so what should they do? Head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegiousdiscourse and sign up as a contributor on our podcast. 
Supporters there receive additional bi-weekly episodes that we record just for our Patreon members for as little as $2 a month. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously. Like and subscribe. Leave an Apple review. Join us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.